listening to the Overcast. Sunshine on a cloudy day. Part of the Oversoul Gaming Channel. Happy New Year, everyone, and welcome to the Overcast, the joke-making, fun-having, pop-culture podcast. I am your host, Justin, a.k.a. Oversoul. And I am your co-host, Nick, a.k.a. The Vaping Fiend. Happy New Year, everybody! Yes, who, Mr. Co-host here, will also have had, by the time you're hearing this, a birthday, have come and gone. Yes! And it's on New Year's Day, too, is it not? It is. It is on New Year's Day, and uh, uh, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be what, thirty-four? Yeah, there you are. Or you know, by the time people are hearing this, you will have been thirty-four, or you will have just turned, and you are now, or will be. You know how it goes. At the time of recording yeah. this, it is uh, December twenty-ninth, so we're actually a few days away from it all, um, and what have you, but by the time you're hearing this, it'll be past, it'll be the f- first week of January, so, <clears throat> most likely, and, uh, you know, I didn't say we're bringing you sunshine on a cloudy day, but I will say we're bringing you fireworks on a snowy night, <laughs> how about that, because, okay, there hasn't been a lot of sunshine in these lady in these days. There's been a lot of snow and fog, so yeah. So, but anyways, yes. but but tell me, that. uh, how was your Christmas miss? We we went on a oh, we, we, we took a, a a break for the audience. It will have been two weeks without an episode by the time this comes out. So, yes. So, I, I you know my my dad got me a uh because I sent my mom a couple of different shirt options because they signed Bray Wyatt. WWE signed Bray Wyatt to a Legends contract, and any and all proceeds for his merchandise um, go to his family. So his family, for the foreseeable future, so long as they keep his merchandise on the website, his family will be taken care of by the WWE. Uh, my dad okay. got me one of his legacy t-shirts. My dad got me one of his legacy t-shirts, uh, the Evolution of Bray Wyatt. It's got. Um, I think I'll have to send you a picture of it. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, how did how was your your Christmas overall? I do want to hear about all the things that you got. I also, but I also want to hear like what happened, who you who you so, hung, who you hung out with, what you ate. You know, tell me. So. I didn't get too many th- too many things. My Christmas is coming when uh, Sarah comes into town on Sunday. She's bringing some Christmas presents for Willow too. Um, I know that you know some of what you will be getting. Yes, and I am super fucking excited for this one. Um, I am finally getting my own. OLED 
OLED Nintendo Switch. I'm excited. And, and <laughs> let's be real. Just, New Year's Eve, these are birthmas presents. Right, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, birthmas, yeah. Yeah, all those no, fireworks just like, for you, and, don't you feel special? <laughs> yeah. But no, um, she, uh, also, um, when she was listening to our multimedia platforms uh, episode, we I remember me talking about the the Sixth Sense uh, three book series. Mm-hmm. I count that as one thing because it's a it's a set of books. But she went online. She went out of her way and found all three books and got them all for me. I'm like, oh my god, I, I am I'm going to enjoy these because I haven't I don't think I ever finished the first book. To be honest, to be completely honest, I don't know if I ever finished it. And now I'm excited to get my hands on it again. Very nice. You know what I'm so I just, excited. I just realized, by the way, uh, smack in the face, I could have had a V8, but not only that, I, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, more 90s references for all you Gen Zers out there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, yes. but seriously, um, uh, I forgot to mention, this is the season two premiere uh, of the show. Yes, it is. Yeah, this it is. It sure is. This may be episode twenty six, but it is also season two, episode one. Um, yes, twenty twenty three year in review. That'll be the topic later in the episode. By the way, uh, just a quick peek behind the curtain. Y'all may remember uh, a few episodes back, Nick had three media corner items, and I had nothing. I just gave it all to him, and you know, gave a little input. Mm-hmm. Well, this time the table is flipped. I got three things, and he has not yep. nada. He was. Too busy preparing for the topic this time, so we will. Yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah we'll, sure we'll, was. We'll give that a, we'll give that a uh, a pass. <laughs> but keep telling me about your Christmas. <clears throat> oh, dude! So my daughter made out like a bandit. Uh, my brother, my brother got her this. Okay, so the it's fucking hilarious. Because my brother bought this toy for my daughter with my sense of humor in mind. Because him and I have we share we share uh, the same sense of humor when it comes to toilet humor. Um, mm. so so it's this damn fucking dog, and it's fucking. It's it, it, it's basically the, the the toy is called pooping puppies, and it comes with three little bones that you can you can feed it, and it's um it's it comes with a diaper for the dog, and if you push down on the front legs, it legit it legitimately shits out these bones and it makes fart noises in the process and it is fucking hilarious that oh oh boy uh i'm sure you fine distinguished gentlemen enjoyed that toy very much but what did your daughter think of it 
Oh, man, dude. She loves it just as much as I do. Well, that's... She's your daughter, so there. There. Yeah. Yeah, I'm that... that, that <laughs> daddy's girl. That's my girl. Yep, yep. Oh, my gosh. I th- I, no, uh... she got... I, my dad... <laughs> my dad got her... My dad got her a couple of Disney princess dolls. She got uh, Rapunzel and Moana uh, from my from my dad. Um, she also got this uh, a couple a couple stocking stuffers that also came from my brother. Those um, this, um those Disney princess dolls. When she opened them, was she like, "Do these poop?" And they were like, "No." And and she's like, "No." And she's like, okay. "Well, then I don't." So want she them. opened. <laughs> so, so no, she opened the Barbie dolls first, and then opened the big box, which was the pooping puppy. Of course. I'm glad. Okay. I'm glad that we did it in that order because I'm sure she would have said that. <laughs> I'm sure she would have said that. Yeah. But no. Oh, dude. No, I got and I got her a couple. I got her a couple Barbie dolls too. She got um one of the. She got a Disney. I don't know if this she would constitute as a Disney princess. But I don't remember the, I don't remember the name. My my mom got her one of the dolls from the new Disney movie Wish. Uh she got my mom got her the doll for Asha, the main the main protagonist of the movie. And then I got I got her I, the two Barbie dolls that I got for her. I got her the oh fuck, what was it? Hold on. Uh, I know I got her a pastry chef Barbie. Pastry, I got her pastry chef Barbie, and then the other one that I got for her because I don't. Kate McKinnon Barbie. Oh my gosh! Yes. (laughs) Weird Barbie. Uh, Yes. uh, Hold on. Uh, but the but the good kind. It of was weird. the Barbie, uh, uh, Dreamtopia unicorn Barbie. It comes with okay. like a uh, a removable headband with a unicorn horn and uh, a, like a unicorn mane, and then it comes with like a removable uh, unicorn tail too. Okay. Yeah. So, uh... <clears throat> the the couple um, stocking stuffers that she got from my brother is, like, almost like... Because I, I think they went to the, the Five Below here in town and got the... What, it's, it's, it's made by the same people that make Squishmallows, but it's, it, was a, it was a bluey, um, like... I don't remember what it's called. For the life of me, I cannot remember what this thing is called. But it's it's made by the same people that make Squishmallows, but it was a Bluey. She got that. She got another <laughs> yes. Barbie doll from my brother that, is, that can be used as a bath toy because it changes colors in water. So there's that. Um, she's made out like a goddamn bandit, and she hasn't even gotten all of her shit yet. 
Is did you have a bandits worthy feast to go with all those presents? Oh my god. Oh dude. So, uh yeah, we had turkey, we had um corn, mashed potatoes, and garlic knots. That's an interesting add on. We, we had garlic knots, yeah. Okay. So who, um, who's the my who's mom, the we she, we in this scenario? You all uh, you had some family over. Uh, or? Me, yeah. So it was it was me, my mom, my daughter, and my mom's friend Bonnie. It came. She did. She came. Her her friend Bonnie came over for for Christmas lunch. Okay, very nice. And what I usually like to do, whether it be Thanksgiving dinner or Christmas dinner. What I like to do with the with the leftovers is I like to make a homemade uh, famous bowl, like from like from KFC. Right. Yeah. Mix a few things so together. So what I did was I mix. I, I put the turkey, the mashed potatoes, the corn, all in the same bowl together, and then I just added some cheese. The only thing I was missing was the gravy. Right. Yeah. I was gonna say we didn't gravy. have any. We didn't have any turkey. We didn't have any turkey gravy, but we had the turkey. Fair enough. <clears throat> it was good. Right. It was good. It was good. Yeah, it's some good leftovers. Sounds like a festive but, and bountiful Christmas that oh, you I'm, had. I uh, my dad. Uh, actually, I did get a little something, something from my dad. Uh, besides the shirt, um, and this is a big one. So from Omaha Steaks, uh, my dad um, sent four boneless pork chops, four Omaha Steak burgers, four butcher's top cut sirloins, four caramel tartlets, four gourmet jumbo franks, and one shaker of Omaha steak seasoning. We're gonna be eating good for a little bit. There's, 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 cause those top sirloins, that's some expensive, dude. This shit came in a styrofoam cooler with uh dry ice. The Saturday before Christmas. So, uh, we actually. My my mom and I got a Christmas ham from my grandmother in a in a coolered package uh-huh. like that that uh, we didn't take with us on our Christmas ventures, but we we warm we like warmed it up the other day because it was a pre cooked pre sliced ham, but we warmed it up in the oven and uh, yeah and uh, put the leftovers in the fridge, and then today with the leftovers, I made um, I I made like some au gratin potatoes in the oven. Um, in a casserole uh-huh. dish, and I took some some of the leftover ham and mixed it in there with it, and okay. made that. So that there was good. Go. But yeah, oh, it sounds, sounds like yummy. you had a uh, bountiful Christmas and all that. <gasps> mine, mine was Dude. pretty good. Mine was pretty good too. I went uh, down to Rockford to my brother's place. Um, the whole family was okay. there. Our our friend PJ showed up for a bit. We had a feast. We did the, um, we had a turkey stuffing cheesy potatoes, um, uh, 
Well, a green bean casserole. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, man. And, I'm and jealous. We had a whole spread of appetizers, deviled eggs that I made, pickle roll-ups that I made. Um, nice. We had... You were talking about those the last episode. Yeah, we had a veggie tray. We had uh, olives, black and green, um, out to eat. Uh, all kinds of Ooh. cookies. Um, Yummy. And, uh, yeah. Uh, there was even a fruitcake there, believe it or not. Uh, <laughs> like... Okay. Yeah. And... Um, yeah, and like you know, candy and stuff, and then we had pies for dessert. There was a uh, apple cinnamon with caramel drizzle, and uh, uh, with the cr- with the Ooh. crumble crust, so it's more like a cobbler than a pie. <laughs> um, oh my god! Yeah, see, that's why I can't wait to fucking get dig into these caramel apple tartlets. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! And then of course I we, also, so we also and there's this, there's there's air fryer instructions for them. I'm excited. We also had the traditional pumpkin pie, which we made homemade whipped cream for. We took like a, an actual a, a bottle of of like you know whipping cream, like the 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 milk stuff, and there was instructions on it to make whipped cream. You just needed van- uh-huh. vanilla and powdered sugar. That's it. So, uh, very nice. Now, for the record, I am I am ooing the the homemade whipped cream, not the pumpkin pie, because I cannot stand pumpkin pie. <laughs> Fair enough. It is. It, it's, it's. It's. I. 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 It's. It's the texture. I'm gonna be honest. It's the texture. It, it, like, it is I'll, a little. I'll, it is a I'll, little. I'll, you know, a little no uh, gelatiny, isn't it? Oh, it is. It. It's. It's. I don't typically care for the pumpkin flavor. Mm-hmm. I now now I will enjoy the the shit out of um the uh the the little Debbie's pumpkin delight snack cakes and the little Debbie's pumpkin delights um ice cream that they have. That's that's some good stuff. Okay. But uh, we did presents later that night when Dalton got home from doing his tattooing work. Uh, but while we ate, okay. we watched the um, second Spider-Verse movie again. Uh, everyone there nice. is, a, is a fan of it. So, and uh, yeah, we, Dalton came home and we, uh, we, we chat and ate for a bit again. And he, uh, then we did presents. And... Uh, a go. few of the things that I got I wanted to point out was like, um, well, Dalton and Lindsay, they got me, one of the things they got me was uh, a book that ties in with the Final Fantasy VII remake called uh, Traces of Two Pasts, and it's about Aerith and Tifa. Nice. Um, very nice. Yeah, so I'm going to be giving that a read here very soon. I want to read it before Rebirth comes out. And from... Right, there you go. Ryan and Carissa, I got so much My Hero Academia like figures and collectibles. It's ridiculous. They nice. said they just like Very found nice. a bunch of them on sale. So, yeah. Did you just... get twenty five gifts? Huh? Did oh, you get no. twenty five <laughs> gifts? <laughs> no, it sounds like it sounds like your daughter did. Um... Yeah, no, she's got. I guarantee you, she got way more than twenty five. Um... Oh. 
Oh, another My Hero thing I got, this was from my mom, was a hoodie that's the same as uh, Midoriya's hoodie in the show. Is the main character, the green and white okay. that he wears. It's like nice. A replica. I also got this movie trivia. Oh, that's trivia, awesome. This movie trivia card game uh, uh -huh. where, where like every card just has like um, – questions on them from movies like really old ones but also really new ones too there's some pretty recent ones in here like like last year uh -huh. re recent um okay. but just to give you a couple of quick examples uh here's one you'll probably know in the movie et what was the name of the boy who befriended et oh fuck um it starts with an e i'm gonna kick I'm gonna kick myself. I'm gonna fucking IMDB this shit. L. Elliot. Elliot. Yes, Elliot. there you go. Yeah. Oh, here's another one. Will Ferrell and Christina Applegate play newsreaders in which 2004 comedy? Say what? Oh, Bewitched. Will no, no, no. Will Ferrell and Christina Applegate play newsreaders in which 2004 comedy? Oh, newsreaders. Like wow. A news, news, no. in, like a news oh, anchor. Oh, fuck. Uh, 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 Anchorman? Yes, Rock. there you go. Here's a easy as piss one. The character Lightning McQueen features in which animated movie? Motherfucker Cars. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> So, yeah, so there's a uh, um oh man. In the in the, in the 1942 movie Bambi, what is the name of the rabbit uh who's oh, Bambi's friend? Thumper. Yep, see there Thumper. you go. So it's just it's stuff like that. See there was like, you know, 2004 and like 19 whatever. Uh they got shit on here from Schindler's List, Casablanca, Casino Royale, The Fugitive. Do revenge. Okay. What is the here? Here's one you can relate to. What is the animal that Indiana Jones is afraid of? Snakes. Yep. yep. I've never even seen the Indiana Jones movie, and I got that because you told me that. Yeah, basically. Yeah, I don't do. I don't know. I don't do snakes. There's a famous line had... in the in the movie where he said, "Snakes. Why did it have to be snakes?" When in he runs into one? some. In the new one? In the very first movie. The original. Okay, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to go back and watch those because I know they're all on Disney Plus now. Even the even the even the uh the the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. That okay, are, I, I lied. I did I did I did see well, except for the Kingdom of the Crystal I did see Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Yeah, that's the I worst. I did see one. Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. I only I'm, I'm gonna be honest because I didn't I wasn't interested in it for Harrison Ford at the time. I was interested in it for Shia LaBeouf because Shia LaBeouf was doing a lot of movies that I really liked uh, back in like the 2004 time. Oh uh, okay. no, 2009, 2000 no 2009 time. Um, it was because uh, my favorite movie that he was in was Disturbia. In oh nine, oh wait, oh seven, or was that oh seven? Um, but uh, Ryan and Dalton got a lot of uh, D and D stuff. I remember that specifically. Oh, uh, nice. another another thing I got is um, 
Super Mario Monopoly, all of the tokens are the power ups and the the, the Oh, that's on, amazing. The the properties on the board that's, are uh the games from throughout the years. That's amazing. Okay. Yeah, and there's a little question block that when you press it it makes noises from the games. Um right. And it nice. uses like That's Mario awesome. co- Mario coins instead of the traditional money. It's kind of a unique take on the whole Monopoly thing. Uh, That's awesome. I gave everyone also in their packages like um well like for for Carissa, I let's see. Uh she's into the anime Demon Slayer recently, so I gave her I got her a blanket for that and um uh, a, nice. game that, a game that was on her wish list and something else that was on her wish list. I can't remember what it was now. Uh, I got Ryan a couple things off his wish list too, a lamp and a Steam Deck thing. But I also gifted him a copy of the Final Fantasy Seven re, uh, Final Fantasy Seven Crisis Core Remaster. Yeah, he was talking about Steam. that on. Uh, yeah, he was talking about that on Court of Nerd. Yeah. It's because it's a prequel to Seven, and I feel like uh, because they're doing like an alternate timeline thing with the Seven remake uh, thing. Uh, yeah, the character Zach from Crisis Core is going to play a more important role, so it's good to have his backstory. Um, Absolutely. So, um, and. I uh I got everyone a bunch of mystery figures too, like pop figures. Like one of the pop figures I got Ryan wasn't a mystery though. It was a Venom Iron Man. Uh, nice. Okay. Iron Man is Iron Man is one of his favorites. Venom is one of his favorites. So I got him something that is both. Um, nice. And it and but also like there was many pop figures too. Um, uh. That were mystery packs, uh, Star Wars one for Ryan and a uh, Batman one for Dalton. Dalton got a mini Robin nice. in his. I can't remember which okay. Star Wars character Ryan got. Now that I think about it, um, I'll have oh, to yeah. ask. I'll have to ask him. Uh, Carissa got a couple of mystery anime figures from uh, Spy Family and Demon Slayer that she likes. Um, nice. Lindsay got um the, her mystery figures were two of them were little Disney dorables, which they're just these like okay. they come in a two pack and they're these very tiny little figures with big eyes and shit and they're just adorable. But they call them Disney Dorables because I think they can sit inside this like little door figure that you can buy for them. But Okay. One of them was Olaf from Frozen and one was Rex from Toy Story. And then one of her other mystery figures was a a small uh a small plush figure from Nightmare Before Christmas and she was uh. over the over the moon that it was zero when she opened it um, oh man i bet That's i remember awesome. that i think uh i also one of the mystery figures i got for Dalton too was also a Nintendo controller mystery figure nice it, 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 it would either end up being a nintendo controller or a handheld like a game boy or something it's a little clip-on backpack figure but it's a surprise when you open it what it is and his ended up being a, okay. nintendo, a nintendo 64 controller and nice he was like thrilled that the buttons worked on it and this is nice because i think one year one of the mystery packs uh, that I got for Christmas was a PlayStation one that was like a PS3 controller. So nice, yeah. 
so that was cool. It was cool seeing everyone get the things and the stuff. My mom got some books yeah. and whatnot that were on her wish list and some coffee mugs. Uh, her and Lindsay got a lot of coffee mugs, actually. Uh, Carissa, too. Oh, Ryan nice. actually got a couple of ramen bowls that were My Hero Academia themed. Um, nice. Like, like legitimate ramen bowls with chopsticks and everything. Um, so thought that was pretty cool. Everyone had a pretty decent Christmas, got some pretty decent gifts, it, it seemed. Um, yeah. And then the next, and then like, yeah, I said, PJ came over later. We stayed up a bit. We watched some TV and then, um, uh, the next morning we had breakfast. We had bacon and eggs and, uh, pancakes and, uh, nice. And then everyone went on their merry way and that was Christmas. Nice. Yeah. It was nice. Uh, a jolly one more bowl thing. Of jelly. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I got one more thing. Um, this kind of like I it I know that's it uh it's old news, but I it, it's news to me because I um. Uh, I, I I just found out about this today. So okay. I've just found out uh, that back, and I think you said it was September that this news came out. Um, Gordon. Oh Ramsey, yeah, this is what you told me about earlier. Okay, yeah. Gordon Ramsay uh, is starting to be more open about talking about the death of his son, and there was an article that I read today, and it said. That there's really no books to help you through this process. Well, normally, I don't like to intrude in celebrities' lives. But when I read this, I could not stay quiet. So what I did was I, I tweeted him. I got on Twitter, and I... Um, I, I tweeted him, and I, I I talked about this book in the uh, the Tear Jerkers episode. Um, there's been two engagements with this tweet, and now two link clicks. I'm hoping this that one of them was Gordon Ramsay. So I said to him, I said, Gordon Ramsay. I don't normally like to intrude on celebrities' lives, but when I read about the death of your son, I couldn't stay quiet about this because there is a resource as a grieving dad myself. So, uh, and I included the, the product page link for Amazon's, uh, the, uh, at, on Amazon for the book that I talked about in the Tearjerkers episode, Grieving Dads to the Brink and Back. While, and the guy that wrote this book, and I've talked about this before, but, refresher, um, he couldn't find any resources to... help him in the process so he took it into his own hands and wrote the book himself and it's, it's basically a compilation of different stories from different dads who 
lost their kids to either suicide, murder, or just pure accident. It's okay. not light stuff. So I took I I it this one helped me. And I think with how private Gordon Ramsay was for a while about this tells me how strong of a man he is based on the fact that he could still push himself to make television appearances. Something tells me this is going to help him. And, and I, um, I hope I, I got his attention with it. And I hope he, I hope he, he, I hope he, uh, I'm not going to go as far and, and, and wish and hope that he reaches out to me and says thank you, because I'm not expecting that. But I am hoping that this reached him and it helps him like it's helped me. From one grieving dad to another. It's it's something that I, I really hope helps him. I hope so too. I really do. It was a nice thing you did. All yeah, right. well, I, um, yeah. <laughs> with all of yeah. that out of the way and our uh, our Christmas recaps, I say uh, we should be on over into this shorter than usual media corner. I am going to yes. try and uh, fly through these three things I have. <laughs> Sounds like a plan to me. You probably know this, but in the early '90s, there were two different Sonic cartoons airing at the same time. One was dark and dramatic, the other was a hilarious comedy about chili dogs. And the same guy played Sonic in both shows. Isn't that wild? The same guy playing two different versions of the same guy? Alright everyone, welcome to the Media Corner, the section reserved for news, reviews, and recommendations, of which I have one of each. Tonight, today, whatever it is for you. And I have Zip. Which is fine, which is fine, it may be that way sometimes. So... <laughs> Um, yeah. I'm sure you'll have something in the next one. Uh, Absolutely. So. Absolutely, I will. Actually, I can think, I think one of your Christmas gifts will probably be something in your next media corner. The One of the things I know about that you don't, so. Okay, okay, all right, all right. So, um, so I... Today, watched the latest Eli Roth horror film, Thanksgiving, uh, oh. based on a fake trailer from a Grindhouse movie uh, that he made into a real movie. Okay. And it was entertaining. I can say that for sure. It is definitely a dark comedy horror movie. It's def definitely okay. going for a little bit of haha -ha vibe, at least maybe in the beginning. But it's definitely also some social commentary on the over-the-topness of Black Friday and, like, social media influencers and shit. Um, okay. So there's some of that, but basically your setup here is that, like, it's Black Friday and a bunch of people rush this, like, Walmart parody store and some people get killed and injured in the process. Okay. And, um, you know, it's violent and gory, and 
Um, a year later, the guy who owns the store decides that they're going to have another sale again, regardless of what happened last year. And, uh, somebody who somehow has Oof. ties to what happened doesn't like that very much. So they don a pilgrim costume and a John Carver mask and go around John carving people's throats <laughs> with an axe. Um, Jesus Christ. Basically, he, so one of the asshole teenagers that was there at the thing, uh, puts a, uh, records a video of all the chaos and he puts it online and the killer is able to identify uh -huh. some people based on this video. So the killer goes around basically killing these people and kidnapping others to kind of like, you know, make a, make a point. Uh -huh. It's a whole revenge thing. They, right. I will say that who it is, became kind of predictable about like halfway through the movie for me but i was kind of teeter-tottering between two different people and then the movie the movie mm -hmm. ended up making me think that it was one of the ones i was teeter-tottering between but then at that very moment i was like nah it's definitely the other one then <laughs> um so mm -hmm. right this movie kind of reminded me of Scream a little bit in the terms of its like comedic, okay. comedic horror vibes. Um, it's an Eli, okay. Roth, Eli Roth film, so you can expect it to be gory. I mean, people are being disemboweled with table saws and shit in this movie. Um, Jesus. Okay. But it's still, it's not as bad as Hostel. I'm telling you, like, the man toned it down after those movies. I don't know what it is. Like, maybe it's just because he got older or whatever, but, like, he, I was, like, even maybe. uh Green Inferno, which was, like, his homage to Cannibal Holocaust, was actually way tamer than I was expecting it to be, considering it's about cannibalism. Really? You know? Um,. Yeah, yeah, Green Inferno, like, I was expecting, after Hostel, I was expecting his next movies to be worse, but they actually get less gory as he goes. This, all things Man. considered, this is a very gory film. This is a very gory film, and I would still consider it his least gory film, if that makes any sense. Um, My cousin's kids were talking to me about some different horror movies that they really enjoy. His kids are 10 and 12, and they love horror movies. Yeah. That's good parenting. <laughs> um, so, but this is your typical slasher type of movie, uh, for sure. In terms of horror, I would say slasher, comedy, dark, you know, like the, I've seen a lot of other people give it comparisons to Scream as well. It's nowhere near as good, but it is like mm. comparable for sure. Um, Right. It's an enjoyable movie. I enjoyed it. It has some pacing issues. Uh, it, I don't want to – it's not – it doesn't jump around, but the pacing does feel a little disjointed sometimes in the sense that the transitions between scenes aren't very smooth. It's kind of like they go like, okay, this happened, and now next scene. You know, there's not as much of a okay. a connection. <laughs> um Right, 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 right. It's definitely not amateur hour. I mean, there's some notable people in this movie, um, some horror alumni for sure. But uh, okay, and but it's like I don't know, and it's all it's almost two hours. It's not very long. It's like an hour and forty five minutes or so. But um, okay, it's not bad. But I would give it. Oh man, it was. Um, I don't think it's quite an 8, but a 7 feels mean, so I would give it like a 7.5, uh, if I'm being honest. Okay. A little um, bit on the halfway point, alright. 
just because of like the weird pacing and the fact that it's like and the fact that the 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 killer twist is kind of predictable um i will say this though yeah the fine the final girl is great very smart very like resourceful compared to a lot of the other character and i will the few things i liked about it compared to other horror movies of their ilk the cops for the most part are Mm. actually are actually uh well you know what never mind i don't want to say that because that might actually <laughs> uh lead into spoiler territory so i would just um fair enough um but i will say a lot of the characters in this movie actually put up a good effort to fight back and or escape for the most part uh so i can appreciate okay that to a degree but it definitely leads to some like gory over the top kills it the movie is having a, a laugh at itself because some of this shit is like um definitely like cartoony it's cartoony deaths for sure uh like do you think someone someone getting uh this one? oh i'm hoping they do but like i don't like to one of the deaths is someone getting basically cut in half by a dumpster lid. Like, they're crawling into the dumpster oh, to get away from the character, and the lid comes down on them and cuts them in half. And I'm like, that's not how dumpster lids work. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, unless that was a very sharp edge of the dumpster, like... Um, right. I mean, some of them are pretty rusty and old, so maybe it was. I don't know, but that's still... Maybe. If you like, like, the gory, over-the-top slasher movies that are also kind of funny, then you would like this one. And it's also, like I said, it's got social commentary oh, yeah, no. on on how, like, literally the opening of the movie is a Black Friday massacre. Like, uh, just from Jeez. people trampling the floors and, or, like, people trampling each other on, yeah. the, f- on the floor and, like, uh, just, like, horrifying accidents that happen in the process on sharp objects and stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, uh, you know, definitely give it a strong recommend. I say 7, yeah, 7.5. Maybe an 8 if I was feeling generous, but I think 7.5 is, is more accurate. Streaming anywhere right now? Not at the moment. It's available for digital rental and purchase. Gotcha. Okay. Yep. Yep. So you could probably okay. you can rent or buy it on places like Prime Video and such at the moment. Um, probably watching over my mom's Fire Stick if I if I get if I get bored. And so the, my next thing is a recommendation because I haven't finished the first season yet, but I started about halfway through. I think I started watching this um, anime on Netflix, of which the name might actually sound familiar. Is a uh, Scott Pilgrim takes off. Um, how was that? Well, how is it? Because I'm not done yet. But how, um, is how is it? Well, I'm recommending it, so it's definitely good. And. Uh, Here's the thing. So the very first episode, for the most part, plays out like the movies, um, uh, and that or movies? like the movie did. The movie, the, the movie, the first, just the one. Okay, but I was going to say. Another dif- was more than one movie. Where it differs, this story takes a subversive twist. Is that Scott actually loses his first fight and um, 
ends up being kidnapped, and the story then follows Ramona Flowers as she confronts her seven evil exes and tries to figure out who took him. So that okay. that is really cool to me, um, and I think it's kind of oh, in line yeah. with one of the comics. Also, this ga- it's like a super... Uh, super aware, self-aware show. Like it knows that it's a show. It it doesn't follow any rules whatsoever. It's it's very video gamey, and it's like intentionally all over the place. Basically, everyone has superpowers, and uh, like there's one of her exes when Ramona's fighting one of her exes, they are jumping in and out of different movies as they're fighting because they're in a video store. And oh it's, shit, yeah, it's really interesting. Um, and, uh, the, the cast of the movie, uh, reprises all of their roles in the show. All the same people, Michael Sarah, Aubrey Plaza, um, uh, Chris Evans, um, all of them, uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, uh, uh, Anna Kendrick, okay. uh, Allison Pill, uh, Kieran Culkin, they're all in it. So, uh... Okay. All the same all the same people. The voice of Oh yeah, and here's the other thing. The show also winks and nods at the movie as one of the characters is writing a script for a movie based off what happened, but he writes an alternate reality script where Scott wins the fight and goes on to fight the other evil exes, which is a direct reference to the live action movie. Um and it, they get Chris Evans' character to play Scott in the movie. It's pretty funny. Um I love it. it it's definite. Okay. It's it's very anime styled. Like uh, it's uh, very like video game references all over the damn place. Um, okay. Yeah, like um, characters are making out, and there's like one up noises and shit happening. <laughs> um, all stuff, right, stuff like that. It's pretty cool. Um, if you liked the movie, then you will love this show, is what I'm saying, I think. And I haven't finished it yet, okay. but I'm super into it. I love the animation. I love the story. I love the jokes. I love the breaking the fourth wall that they do. You know, I think Scott That's says awesome. something in, in the first episode about, like, uh, I don't want to get into that right now. Maybe in a later episode <laughs> or some shit like that, <laughs> you know? Gotcha. Uh, okay. Yeah, so it's a very self-aware show. I love it. So uh, a strong recommend for me for Netflix's Scott Pilgrim Takes Off. And then... um... Hey there, everyone. Oversoul here with a bit of a post-recording fact check I have to insert in here a little bit. Um, So I did have three things for my media corner, but the third thing I later found out was not completely accurate. I had thought that the nominees for the 2024 Oscars had been announced, and um, it turns out that the article I was reading was actually predictions for the uh, nominees, so not the actual nominees themselves. Those will be announced later in the month, I think on January 23rd, so I will probably talk about them in a later episode, so... My apologies for that. So there is no third thing because I was wrong. <laughs> okay. Well, enjoy the rest of the show. Anyways, that's it for my media corner. One news, one review, one recommendation. Short, sweet, to the point. 
And uh, now we will, speaking of reviews, take a look back at the year 2023 in review. Happy New All right, everyone, welcome to this episode's topic, 2023 Year in Review, a look back at yes. all of the best media and moments and other what-have-yous of 2023 that we'd like to discuss and talk about, and uh, we, mm. we will also talk about uh, what was our, our favorite movie, favorite TV show, favorite video game, and favorite uh, new music of last year, so... Um. Uh, well, why don't you? Uh, why don't you start us off? What's the first thing that comes to mind in terms of 2023 that uh, was a new thing f- that you got to enjoy? The first thing that comes to mind, I gotta say it. It was one of the first things that came out in 2023. Before Max changed its, before HBO Max changed its name to just. Max. Okay. Yes, while I have not finished this, this is one of the first things that came out that year, this year, or or last year. Wink, wink. Mm-hmm. Ha ha. Um, the Last of Us. Oh, yep, yep, for sure. It was the the that was one of the first one of the first like premieres. In January of 2023. Yeah, it was a really good show. Uh, pretty accurate portrayal to the game. Phenomenal from, casting and everything they added added to the story. Oh no! From from what I have seen of it, it is absolutely phenomenal. And scene for scene, it's the game. Yep, but with more. Which is nice. Exactly. I like the expanded exactly. lore. I kind of like the show better than the first game, if I'm being honest. But I know that's a hot take because that's I also fair. like the second game more than the first game, and that's a very unpopular opinion. Um, that's that. Yeah, okay. But um, it's not because the second game is bad. See... It's that certain types of... Uh, goofy-minded individuals on the internet hate on that game for very specific stupid reasons <laughs> so right now i'm excited to see if we get season two this year in 2024 um i mean it's in production right now so i doubt it i'm maybe looking at like next year maybe uh 2025 instead yeah, um, we did get hit with that nasty uh, writers and actors strike this uh, in 2023. So, I mean, I get... It, it put everything to a halt. Cat's already out of the bag here, I guess, but if I had to name my favorite TV show in 2023, it's definitely The Last of Us. Best TV show of 2023 winner, uh, oversoul seal of approval, right there, Uh yeah. It did win the mm-hmm. best adaptation at the Game Awards, too, so... It absolutely did. It sure did. But on that note, we also had Twisted Metal and Mario this year, and you watched Gran Turismo. Uh, yeah, we did. So those yeah, were all, yeah, we, all yeah, adaptations. Sure did. So, um, yeah, I, 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 didn't get, I, did, I, I didn't get very far in the Twisted Metal show. 
I'm not gonna lie. I did not get very far. I have not finished that one yet. Gran Turismo was... Oh, that was amazing. So it just sounds like... That was a good... I, I... So good. So it sounds like I gotta watch Gran Turismo. I still gotta watch that. And you've got to... You got yes. two shows you gotta finish at some point. <laughs> yes, I do. I'm excited yes, I do. for where Twisted Metal is going in the future. How season two that we now know for sure is happening is going to actually be like the games, like the, the killing game contest. Mm-hmm. Um, season one is a lot of setup, a lot of build up, but it, it's going to lead into it and it's going to be great. So, um, oh, yeah, I am excited for that. And the, we saw the Mario movie in theaters. That was a 2023 thing. Um yeah, we saw that one together too, didn't we? Yes, we did, and then we did a review of it on this. I came very over, and I came over, and immediately after, yeah, immediately after, we we uh we we went back to your old apartment and uh, did a spoiler cast episode. We sure did. That was the that was the that was the only episode we recorded together in person. Yeah, yeah, it was to my knowledge, and also, um, yeah, it? I believe it was. And also, we both saw in theaters, not together, but separately, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. That was last year. Yes, we did. Yes, um, we sh- we sure did. See, now, best movie is going to be a tough choice for me for last year, because you have that, and mm-hmm. you have Saw X, and you have Barbie, and you have yep. Spider-Man mm-hmm. in Into the Spider-Verse, which was another phenomenal, yep. phenomenal movie. Um, so I've heard. I have not watched it yet. Um, let's see. Uh, well, I'm trying to think too. But before we get too deep into movies, since you talked about The Last of Us and we're on shows like that, Twisted Metal and mm-hmm. all that, trying to think what else came out last year. I think season two of Yellow Jackets was maybe last year. I'm going to have to fact check that. But. It started in 2022 and ended in 2023. Okay. Wait, so no. Kinda. It started, no, it's, 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 it started in 2023 and is ending in 2024. No, season two of Yellow Jackets is over. Is it? Yeah. Wait, no, that was... So no, it did. It did start in 2022 and then ended in 2023. It's season three that is that is premiering. That's hold on. I'm. I need to fact check this. Uh, cause I was just looking at uh, I the IMDb page for it. It was March of 2023 that the season two premiere hit. Uh, Paramount or Showtime and all that. Okay. Um. Yeah, so Yellow Jacket season two was last year, and I know you're still season. in season one. Yeah, yeah, I'm still but... in season one. Okay, so season three will start. Will start in um, 2024. Yep. So, um, most likely, yeah, maybe you know because of the strike and all that, but yeah. Um, a lot of things got delayed because of the writer's strike, which was a big thing in 2023, and the actor strike as well. Yeah. Uh, big me- media thing that we covered on this show several times, actually, yeah. as it was ongoing. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But yeah, so, um, but yeah, season two of that pretty fucking stellar television, uh, if you ask me, um, the Star Wars show Ahsoka came, came out last year. I haven't seen it yet, but I hear really good things. Neither Um, have I. I'm excited to give it a go eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, just trying to quick fire here. We had a couple of Marvel shows. I think we had Secret Invasion, which yes. unfortunately wasn't great. Um, but uh, we had Loki season oh, two. Uh, besides, yes, Loki season two, which was great though. That that is definitely worth mentioning. Um, and we had on the movie front besides Guardians, we also had the Marvels and Ant Man three. Yes. And, you know, out of the three of those, Guardians 3 was definitely the best. Then I would say Marvels. And then Ant-Man was, like, okay, you know? Yeah. Um, um, I will say there is a show that just just premiered uh, about a week or, uh, a week ago now um, as of this recording. Um, Percy Jackson and the Olympians. Yup, yep. I've heard I some have, things about that. Oh my god, it's so good. So good. Oh, you've watched it, okay. Sarah and I have watched all three episodes that are out so far, yes. It's so okay. good. It is so fucking Man. good. Oh my well, god. That totally could have been a, a media corner thing. <laughs> um, yeah, could have, but I wanted to save it for uh, the topic. I'll because, recommend. Yeah, it was... Yeah, I wanted to save it for the topic because it came out this year. Yeah, well, I mean, I did talk about Thanksgiving and Scott Pilgrim, which all came out in 2023 as well. That's that's Um, fair. They were just recent watches for me, but that's okay. Gotcha. um, Yeah, I already talked about those, so I won't go much into them besides what I already did. Right. Um, So I'm just trying to think... So I'm trying to decide. Yeah, I think I decided on The Last of Us as my favorite TV show of 2023. Uh, what about you? I know you started a few different things. Uh, Goosebumps came out yeah, last year. Goosebumps um, that, came out last that, year. Uh, Chuck from Accounting or whatever it's called. Chuck uh, from Accounting. I have not finished that one yet. There was another show like, that I just started watching on Hulu. I'm pretty sure they're only on their first season. But it's called Class of 09. Okay. Hold on. Oh, shit. Remember uh, that show I mentioned in my media corner many, many episodes ago called School Spirits about the ghost trying to solve solve her own death in the school? Yes. Uh, on Paramount Plus. That came out uh, 2023 as well. Okay. Season one of that. Uh, okay. A high recommend f- for me so- for that. Class of 09, it did. It started in 20... Because yeah, it started in 2023, and it's only got eight episodes out. So it's they're, they're only on their first season. So it's, it's called Class of 09. It's um, FBI agents who graduated from Quantico in 2009 are reunited following the death of a mutual friend. Now, what I like about this show, yes, it is a not necessarily a true crime show, but it is crime related. And what I love about this is there's flashbacks to where they go. There's flashbacks to when they were all in the uh, the graduating class together. 
And then there is also parts of this show where it goes into the distant future and shows the future of the FBI almost. Okay. It's actually really fucking cool. Very intriguing. Um, okay. Uh, I think I mentioned earlier... Like, I think as far as they go is, um... I think as far as they go is, I think they go into... 2035, maybe 2045, I think they go, is, is, is as far as they've gone. Maybe. I could be wrong. I could be okay. very wrong, but that is, that's, or maybe 2030. Not this, so that would not be distant future, that would be near future. Okay. That would be, I, that would um, be near future. I may, uh... I mentioned in the last episode for TV shows that season seven of Big Mouth and season two of Human Resources yes. came out in 2023. Um, uh, on Amazon Prime, uh, we had Gen V, and uh-huh. um, the the first half of season two of Invincible. It's not done yet, but it was it's there. Okay. Um, we had some My Hero Academia continuation, which I have to catch up on. And um, trying to, I'm trying to think. I'm just, I'm just digging. Oh, uh, season seven of Rick and Morty, which has, which no longer has Justin Roiland and is therefore an improvement. Right. Uh, we also had the season four, part two premiere of Manifest on Netflix. Yeah, that was really yeah. good. Oh, and um, that was that they they could not have finished that show any more perfect. Oh, and not one, but two South Park specials on Paramount Plus, mm-hmm. uh, the Panderverse, and and not suitable for children. Yes, uh, I mean the show itself is not suitable uh, for both, children, but both yeah, of which yes, that they, that's part of the joke. That's part of the joke. You'd have to see the episode to understand, but basically the whole premise of that one. Because um, I know you've seen the Panderverse one, but I take it you haven't seen the other one. Yet. Bits and pieces, um, but yes. Bits and pieces of okay. the Panderverse, but yes. Oh, well, then you got to just watch both of these. Um, but Yeah, I the, do. But you already know the plot of the Panderverse one. We talked about that. But the other one, not suitable yeah. for children, is, um, well, <laughs> Randy starts in OnlyFans, so there's that. Um, oh, Lord. Okay. Yeah. A lot of cartoon, <laughs> uh, car- a lot of cartoon nudity in this one, which they warn you about when you start the the special. And um, Jesus Christ, okay. But what it's mostly about is how influencers are selling these so-called sugar-free energy drinks, like Prime, to children, and really they're just a bunch of unhealthy garbage. Fucking Logan Paul. So Fuck they make Logan fun of it. Paul. They make fun of it with a oh drink. Oh my called- god. They make fun of it with a drink called Cred, and if you don't have it, then you ain't got no Cred. You know, it's all kind of, you know, uh, social commentary on uh, influencer hype and stuff like that, and basically how all of it is just like advertisers trying to sell shit to children. So, see, okay, pretty pretty clever episode, actually. <laughs> no, I believe it. I, I I got a gripe about Logan Paul for just a second. 
His drink isn't even technically considered an energy drink, is it? Like that's more of a sports they, drink. Well, that's the that's the joke. That's part of what they see. So it is. It's a sports drink. Yeah, and they're all talking about it. And there's like some flavors that are super hard to get and all that. But the influencers when mm. they advertise it, they're like, yeah, it's sugar free and it's got so many A vitamins that your body won't know what to do with them and shit like that. And then, like, when you actually look at the ingredients, it's just sugary garbage. It's not, it's nothing like what they say it is. So. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, and so I'll, they are, they I'll... are directly making fun of Prime. Like, it's called Cred, but if you look at the bottle in the cartoon, it's clearly Prime that they're making fun of. Like, it's. Good. It, it's about design. goddamn time that South Park made, 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 uh, Logan Paul one of their victims. I'm pretty sure that the, <laughs> the the influencer that Clyde is watching in the episode that is like he he's Clyde watches him whenever he feels down about not fitting in and he's like here's my 10 tips to have a better life but before that we have to talk about my sponsor Cred you know and it's like I'm pretty sure he's meant to be a Logan Paul parody so oh man I cannot wait to see this yeah, you're gonna love it. Oh my god, I think. I'm gonna I'm yeah. gonna laugh my ass off for this one because if they if they indeed did make Logan Paul uh, one of their victims as far as being the butt of the joke, I'm going to love every second of it. They basically do. It's it's they go really hard, <laughs> honestly. So oh, I can't wait I to think... watch this. I think it's a much more clever episode than the Panderverse one was, which was also pretty good. Don't get me wrong. But, yeah, right, uh, right, right. But yeah, right. we had those. So anyways, uh, back to my – now that we've zipped through a bunch of TV shows, um, my, my question still remains. I said The Last of Us. So even if you haven't finished it, it's fine. What is your favorite or was your favorite show of 2023? What is the – or the best? What you think was objectively the best? Either, either way you want to judge it. It can either be subjectively Ooh. your favorite or the one that you think deserves the, the top rating. Okay. Um, you know – Because mm, uh, the, there was a lot of really good ones this year. Yeah. Because it's fresh on my mind. Honestly, I'm going to have to say Percy Jackson. Okay. Okay. It's, I mean, I've heard it's, good, it's I've heard only good three episodes. It's only three episodes in, but it's so good. It's almost on yeah, Lucifer I, level. It's on Lucifer level good. Knew, I pretty much knew going into this that I was going to end up giving it to uh, The Last of Us, probably. Like, that was yeah. a no-brainer for me. <laughs> Very easy. No, for me, but, for, yeah, for, for me, Percy Jackson and the Olympians is on Lucifer levels of good. It's, if it wasn't going to... If it wasn't the last, uh, the last of Us, it would have probably either been, like, Season two of Loki, season two of Yellow Jackets, or that show School Spirits. Right. It would have been something like one of those. Um, right. Because those were all those were all up there. Special shout out to those ones for sure. Um, so uh, 
we we mentioned a couple of movies. We mentioned the Marvel movies that came out. We mentioned Mario, a yeah. uh, couple of horror movies, uh, Thanksgiving, Saw X. Um, there were some straight to streaming movies that uh, that came out. There was a big one that premiered in November. That was I it Winnie the Pooh, absolute... Blood and Honey, twenty twenty three. No, I don't think so. Pretty that sure was, it was. Uh, it went straight well, to yeah, maybe. Yeah, yep, it was. It was definitely twenty twenty three. I'm looking at the list. Okay, right it's okay. got a two point two point nine out of ten on IMDb. It's got a Ouch. three a three percent on Rotten Tomatoes out of a hundred. Oh, that's that's pretty bad. No, that just let that, that is, just, <laughs> let let that speak for itself right there. And just <laughs> based on what I said about it, yeah, no, it was bad. It was really fucking bad. But, but I it. enjoyed it. I loved it. I loved every yeah. second of it. Ironically Honestly, or unironically? <laughs> oh, dude, ironically and unironically, dude. I fucking loved it. Fair, fair enough. So bad that it's <laughs> kind of bullshit. Yes. Huh? Yes, I, I think I but know. No, I think there, I know what you were gonna say about streaming horror movie. Go ahead. I know what you're gonna say. No, not a not a not a horror movie. This was a movie that came out in November. Oh, and it was a oh. big one this year. And I this one was a, a long anticipated sequel to the Nickelodeon movie Good Burger. Oh, I yeah, loved Good Burger too. Yeah. It was so good. I loved it. I still haven't it watched was... this. I still haven't watched dude, this. Dude, dude. But you, you know need what? To, you... My memory is so vague of the original. All I basically remember is the catchphrases from it. Dude, like... okay. So they basically... The first one is way past the statutes of limitation. So I'm going to go into it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it's like, do, what, a so, 90s movie? Yes. So do you remember... If I say Mondo Burger, does that does that does that ring a bell? Yes. Okay. They almost replicate that in this one. You'd have to watch the trailer. You'd have to watch the okay. trailer. Actually, honestly, you wouldn't necessarily need to watch the trailer because so the a trailer very similar plot to the first movie. Very similar saying. plot, but Ed has kids. Yeah, that's what these forty year later sequels to comedy movies do. Like you remember when Dumb and Dumber did their forty year sequel, and it was basically the same shit as before. Like I loved Ed, it, but it was still the same thing. <laughs> you know, Ed has kids, and he's the manager of Good Burger. And Dexter has no kids. <laughs> working there the whole time. Yes, yeah, sure the fuck has. Goodness. Well, the horror <laughs> movie that I, what I thought you were gonna say was the horror movie Five Nights at Freddy's. Um, no, no, I that uh, they came out in October. It sure did. Yeah, it sure did. Also, I haven't seen it yet, but speaking of, like, 40-year-later sequels, we got this year The Exorcist Believer. Um, I have not watched that yet either. Um, which is on Peacock. I, it, it, it's, on my wa it's on my radar. It is on my radar. Also, because I love in the, those movies. In the, in the Conjuring Universe movies, we got The Nun 2. 
Oh, yeah, but you I have also, not watched there that was one a either. new there was a new Insidious movie last year. Yes, that Insidious the Red Door. Yes. Insidious you haven't watched that yet? It's so good. So not good. Yet. It's still still on my list. I've been slowly chipping away direct, at a few things here and there. A direct continuation of the Dalton story. We also got a sequel to Pet Cemetery called Pet Cemetery Bloodlines. I that's on that's on my radar too. I have not watched that it's one on yet. Paramount. That was a that's a yeah, that's a Paramount Plus original too. We got Scream Six last year. Yep, we sure did. That came out in January, Which, again, didn't it? <laughs> after all the controversy that's happened recently, we probably won't be getting a Scream Seven anymore. The director stepped probably down. The actors are not. off. Not. Yeah. Because they so unfortunate. I forgot they, that they. I just mm. can't get into it too much. But um, no. Oh, there nope, was can't. there was another uh, there was another A twenty four horror movie last year. I haven't seen it yet, but it's got Joaquin Phoenix in it. You know the Joker, and yeah. Um, and it's a. It looks like it's a Showtime one, so it's probably on Paramount Plus with Showtime. And okay. it is called "Bo is Afraid," and it's from the. Uh, it's another A twenty four movie, but it's from the director behind Midsummer and Hereditary. I've and heard about this. It says a reserved man who makes regular visits to a therapist to manage his anxiety finds himself challenged when he embarks on a tumultuous and emotional odyssey to get home to his mother. Now, I'm assuming that it's horror in some kind of way since it's A24, but yeah, Bo's they don't afraid. do exclusively horror. No, they don't. Also, I've heard about this. There was also an M. Night Shyamalan movie last year, which I haven't seen yet, um, but it's got Dave Bautista in it, called Knock at the Cabin. Uh, okay, so Bo is Afraid is on IMDb is listed as dark comedy, psychological drama, psychological horror, quest comedy, drama, horror. Yeah, that sounds about right for A24. Makes sense. Mm. Um, have, you, have you seen Knock at the Cabin with... Uh, being a Dave Bautista fan, I figured this one would be on your radar at least. I um, it was on my radar for sure because they uh they definitely they definitely plugged it at uh one of the pay per views for the WWE this year. I don't remember which one, nice. but they definitely uh, plugged it more than once during that pay-per-view i heard this one was kind of you know a better one of the better m night movies you know one of the knocking the knock at the cabin you said yeah yeah is this uh it's got a six out of ten on imdb so that's not bad i mean that's on the low side of good but that's still good you know yeah I'm looking to see here because it says it's streaming on Prime. But um outside of 
horror stuff. There was there was a pretty decent amount of horror stuff last year, but outside of that, we've also had some great. I haven't seen Oppenheimer yet, but it I will be watching it here soon. But yeah. Barbie, Barbie was a big one last yeah. year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't I don't know many people who watched that who didn't like it. Honestly, oh, I loved it. Um, I loved it. What? So, what's your top movie of twenty twenty three out of the ones that you've mm. seen? You saw. I know you saw like you saw Scream mm. Six, you saw Guardians, you saw Barbie, you saw Mario, you saw Dude, Grand Turismo. I watched Turismo. a lot um, of movies this year. Saw X, Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, you there watched was... maybe more movies than I did. I think I hit more, more games and TV shows. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I consumed a lot of media this year. Um, yeah, that's what this podcast sh- kind of encourages it. it. Right, dude. I I don't even know if I had uh, to pick, pick if one. I, if yeah. I had to pick one. I would have to say Saw X. Really? I thought for yeah. sure you were going to say Guardians Volume 3. No, I Don't get me wrong. I loved Guardians 3. But Saw X hit different with how they did it this way, this time around. I'm hoping they keep the same formula for, for Saw 11. Okay, so um, uh, I like the I get, way. I'm def- I think. Oh, yep. Keep going. I like the way that they showed what the people did to get put into the traps in True. Yeah. real time, basically leading up to the trap scenes. And the fact that this movie, the fact that this movie basically turned the 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 franchise's antagonist into the protagonist, that was the coolest part for me. I um yeah, and I like that that the the characters in that actually, or the villains in that, the people in the traps actually have done something like undebatably evil you know? yeah it's not no like, absolutely uh like uh like james said in his kill count for it it's not like they were like you know because he said there's people in the old movies that he put in traps for like abusing antidepressants and stupid shit like that you know but these people actually mm-hmm, you know no, this was yeah these they they crossed the wrong person is what they did they had they they they, they had a death wish when they crossed john kramer <laughs> All right, so my top movie of 2023, I think, is going to have to be uh, Across the Spider-Verse, the Spider-Verse Part 2 movie. Okay. Um, well, it's Spider-Verse 2 Part 1, technically, because, you know, there's a it's a to-be-continued okay. type. So it's the first ha- a first half of a two-part movie, and I think we're getting the next... I don't know when we're getting the next part, to be sure, but... Um, it it's still really good like uh, no pun intended but like miles beyond the first one you know uh <laughs> like if the first movie was a 9 out of 10 this one is a 10 out of 10 for sure uh 
Damn. Okay, no, I definitely need to watch this then. No argument to be had. I think I might have gave it a nine earlier in the year, but after watching it a couple more times, I've bumped that up now. No, it's you know, I can. I think before that's high praise. Before part of what was holding me back was <laughs> that it's technically incomplete because you know it's only half of the story because it's a you know like the right Harry Potter thing part one part two you know that they or Hunger yep. Games thing they did so but mm-hmm. you know what though it's fine because it, it still stands on its own as a self-contained story as well it just gives you more to look for- right. forward to in the future so that's easily exactly my favorite movie um now i want to squeeze in video games real quick i think it's no uh a lot of people um already know uh, some people who are listening to this, what my top 10 games of 2023 were. Um, yes. What, what my top game of the year was. And congratulations to you for being one of the first place winners in that yes. contest, by the way. Dude. Okay. So me and Sarah both tied for first. Yeah. I am excited for, I'm excited for this. I am excited to get my hands on Spider-Man 2 finally. Dude, I don't think, like, I've been playing, like, when I get, so when I got, when I got bored and couldn't think of anything else to do, I would hop on Miles, Mor- the Spider-Man Miles Morales game just to re-familiarize myself with the game mechanics, because then now once I get my hands on Spider-Man 2, they're going to be practically the same mechanics. Just there's going to be more to do since you're switching between Miles and Peter Parker. Same mechanics, but also vastly improved, too. Oh, I'm so excited. And the web wings, that's going to be something fun. Um, But yeah, just... uh. I mean, it's obvious. I played so many games uh, last year: Resident Evil Four Remake, Dead Space Remake, um, uh, Final Fantasy Sixteen, Theatrium Final Bar Line, but only so many of them made my top ten list. A couple of indie darlings that I want to give some shout outs to, like they not all of them made my top ten, but they all deserve recognition. Um, sea of Stars, Chia, Goodbye Volcano High. Um, Thirsty Suitors, Venba. Thirsty Suitors was a surprise, was a shock for me. I did not see that one on your list. I honestly, I thought it was Chia. I thought it was going to be Chia. Not Chia, even going to lie. It was, it was honestly, it was going to be between those two at one point or another. Honestly. Uh, gotcha. And okay. I think eventually I just settled on Thirsty Suitors because it ha- it's more appealing to me mechanically, you know. Fair enough. Turn, that makes sense. Turn-based RPG, Scott Pilgrim-style story, you know. Um, makes sense. The animation in that one almost reminds me of Fortnite. Yeah, cartoony graphics. It's a lot more minimalist than Fortnite, though. Um, yeah. It, it, there's, like, sharper... Well, I don't want to say sharper edges, but it's more cel-shaded, I guess I would say. Fortnite is... Yeah, For, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fortnite is kind of... Uh, I don't want to say claymation-y, but you kind of get like a, the 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 feeling that you're yeah. playing with action figures, if that makes any sense. Yep. You know. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Um, that tracks. 
That's a big 2023 thing. You got uh, into Fortnite in just in time for the M- I M&M, did. for the M&M event. <laughs> so And I got murked by Slim Shady. And Fortnite added uh <laughs> racing and Lego shit and music stuff. Oh my god. So it's like Yes, it's that was so not, much fun. It's not just a battle royale anymore. Now it's got all kinds of stuff in it. It's like literally four games in one at this point for free. No, there was a game that came out in February of 2023 that uh that just so happened to win PS4 game of the year uh during the uh the PlayStation blogs um uh game of uh game awards uh and that just so happens to be Hogwarts Legacy. Oh yeah, it did, didn't it? And Spider-Man 2 got the PS5. It did. It did, it did. And I went through and looked at the uh, the winners for that. I'm like, oh, Hogwarts Legacy won something? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, thank you. Uh, As a Harry Potter fan, I can, I can appreciate that. I knew, I knew Spider-Man 2 was going to win something or another having to do with Game of the Year and, and one of the companies. I'm just glad it was PlayStation. Yeah, it would be, it would be there. Yeah, it may not have won anything at the official Game Awards, but it did win a little something in the PlayStation side ones. So that's nice. It sure did. Yeah, um, no, that, I, I was, that, that made me happy. But, I mean, I was definitely happy to see, you know, Alan Wake 2 get a lot of love at the Game Awards. But also... um, Oh, absolutely, yeah. Another big... I don't want to necessarily call it an indie game because it is published by Bethesda and developed by Tango Gameworks, the companies behind The Evil Within and... um, But Hi-Fi Rush was Mm -hmm. shadow-dropped on Game Pass the same day it was announced earlier in the year. And that was a big surprise. Mm -hmm. That one was pretty good right um i will say like 2023 is considered like one of the best years for video games since 2018 like unanimously jeez everyone okay. pretty much feels that way but what's funny about that is even as true as that is there was also an ass load of stinkers this year and disappointing games too like Gollum. yeah Gollum was bad that king kong, <laughs> the king kong game was bad red redfall was bad um, there was a game that was called, like, the the Days of Tomorrow or something like that that basically ended up being a scam. It was out for one day and that got immediately delisted. Um, mm, uh... Jeez. And, and then I don't want to say Starfield was bad, but it's definitely a little disappointing. Uh... It under-delivered. It under-delivered, yeah. Um... It was like No Man's Sky. Maybe. Maybe in its youth, in its youth, yeah. But No Man's Sky is now who like really good after all the yeah no tr- that's that's what I meant. I'm hoping that Starfield gets to that point because I eventually do want to get a uh, uh an, a Series S Xbox to use as a uh, Game Pass machine. That that's the best way to do it. They do got some solid shit on offer there. And, um, yeah, yeah, they put out a a lot of new, oh, uh, indie games. Amnesia the Bunker was on there, and, uh, God, I Mm -hmm. love that that one more than I thought I would, honestly. 
Like, if if I had just watched the trailer and gameplay vids for that and it wasn't on Game Pass, I probably wouldn't have bought it right away. I probably would have waited for a sale. But I'm so glad I wasn't hesitant with it being on Game Pass and all because I ended up loving it way more than I thought I would. It was in my top five, for fuck's sake. Um, And, yeah, and if you want a game that'll make you cry, Goodbye Volcano High is, is the one. And then the DLC for God of there's War Ragnarok an... came out for free, Valhalla, this mm-hmm. year, too. And so there's another game that came out the day of the Game Awards that I really want to get my hands on. Oh, uh, yeah. And we talked a little bit about it. Um, I definitely talked about it during our Summer Game Fest episode, for sure. Um, but, because that's when it was announced. Um, yeah, but at the I... Ubisoft thing. Yes, I um, I am excited to get my hands on Avatar: Frontiers of Pandora. Yeah, yeah. I am Avatar. Really hoping <laughs> Avatar. Right, Avatar, Avatar with a Avatar with a Far Cry. Uh, Far Cry with an Avatar skin is, I think, what you said in the last one. Yes, talk, definitely. Think... No, seriously, look up gameplay of Far Cry and compare it. I guarantee you, you'll see what I'm. <laughs> Not the original Far Fair. Cry. Anything three and anything three and above, you know. Okay, okay. I'll have to look into it. I think I think I can agree with you based on what I saw for the was it the the one that oh shit I remember seeing something about Far Cry Four during one of the video game events that you and I watched back in 2014. I think. Oh, okay. Wow. Dude, remember when we went to the uh the E3 thing in that movie theater? I think they yeah, I think I that's when they talked they talked those. about Far Cry 4. I know I yeah, went to the one with you and Harry. Used to, yeah, PlayStation used to air them on there, but E3 is that's another thing that happened in 2023. E3 was announced to officially be done and over. We now only have Summer Game Fest. In that time, damn. All right, that thank was, you, Jeff Keeley. That was a big thing. For um, thank you, Jeff Keeley, for keeping the keeping the the game events going. Yes, yeah, yeah, th- yeah, yeah. Uh, without <laughs> him, we wouldn't have any of that stuff. I mean, he even he travels all the way to Germany to do Gamescom in August as well, right? <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so there's that. Um, so yeah. yeah, every year, every year we will continue to have dedicated episodes covering those major events: uh, Summer Game Fest, uh, Gamescom, yes. and um, yes, I look forward to and G- Game Awards. I look forward to Summer Game Fest and Gamescom this year. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I. Uh, and then the Game Awards in December. You know, so people who know, know already, but obviously my favorite game of 2023 was Alan Wake 2. And it was Alan a, Wake 2, yes. Yeah. Now, before that, game, before that game came out, for the longest time, my game of the year was Final Fantasy 16. And then Alan Wake 2 and Spider-Man 2 came out pretty much back-to-back, and they were fighting for the top spot after that. <laughs> You know, I have to, I have to giggle because uh, Sarah, when when Sarah and I were watching the uh, the premiere of your uh, top ten uh, announcement video, uh, for like the just the just dr- 
your 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 top ten where you were not not announcing the winners but announcing the games that were on your top ten. Yeah. Um she played she was playing devil's advocate a little bit. It's like it's come it's down to two. What if his game of the year is Spider Man two? I'm like, I swear yeah. to God. <laughs> Some people <laughs> that do guess that make and it, you know Oh I know. I'm that, like that that's what would it. Bra- it would have. It would have. It, that would have been it's a major the game of upset. The year that, it, I absolutely would have been. Absolutely would no, have no, been. No, 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 no. No, no, I'm talking in sports terms that that would have been a major upset in terms of points difference. Like. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, no, yeah. And if you had. You need the game of the year e- correct to get. To get the ten, bonus ten extra bonus points, and if you had incorrectly, I think me and Sarah uh, got a total of nineteen together. If you had incorrectly guessed game of the year, points. you would have lost to two people who got seven right each. So damn. Okay. All right. That was another. Um, I, I had speaking of upsets, I had one literally the night before that video premiered. Uh, two people went in and edited their comments um, and changed some of their answers after looking at the premiere thumbnail. And uh-huh. what happened was it went from way too many, way too many people tying for second place with sixteen points to two people tying for second place with seventeen points and bumping all the sixteeners down to third place. <laughs> Um, damn. And okay, bumping all of the fifteen pointers out of third place and out of the contest completely. Like, damn. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Rough, rough for them. Um, because there was definitely a few. Jeez. I, I'm a little bit relieved because that because like you know second place is all twenty dollar gift cards and there are like seven or eight people on there so. Um, I, I still think like when I was watching your like nominee video, I um I, I when I, working security really paid off for that because I, I we're working security. You, uh, you really overthought. Have to pay to you, detail. you overthought that video. There was no hidden meaning in my hand gestures and shit. <laughs> there definitely wasn't. Oh. I could have sworn you were doing that as a hand gesture for like no, I uh, just basically hint, basically hinting that Spider Man was on your list. No, I just talk animated. <laughs> I just talk animated. Those hand gestures were purely coincidental. I wasn't doing them consciously. It's uh, just automatic. Oh, fair. Um, that's fair. Yeah, no, it was all in the hints, and then of course the other um secret hints that I threw out on social media throughout the the following weeks and stuff, which yes. I, I do every year. Mm-hmm. I, I put the main hints in the video enough that gives people, you know, enough to go off of that it's fair. But then, like, you know, those who do the extra work to dig a little bit deeper do get, uh, you know, are p- possibly rewarded for it. Not a guarantee, but still, you know. Um, no, I, uh, I, I did some, I did, I, I think I, I didn't have to do too much digging. I mean, you, did, you pretty much made it very clear as to what you, what was on your list. It was just that one that was, that, that got past me. Well, uh, 
I didn't. I never, I, I didn't, never saw uh, thirsty suitors. I, I definitely didn't try to make it clear. <laughs> that's for sure. That's that's fair. So, no, that's I mean, fair. several of my hints were like cu- curated towards multiple things. It could have been anything. Um, right. Yeah. But I also put my. And when um, you put up the, I also put up my. Uh, what do you call it? The uh, PlayStation wrap up. Uh, like publicly, and people saw like which games yeah. had the most hours in them, so kind of used that as a thing too. Oh, okay, that makes sense. It wasn't; they weren't all on my list, but a few of them definitely were. So, right. Um, but yeah, I had to give it to Alan Wake too <sighs> for my game of the year. It was very uh. You may you were very transparent about that. Like yeah, it, there there was no secret that Alan Wake Two was your game of the year. You gave that one more praise than any other game that I've heard you talk about this year. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, pretty much everyone. <laughs> pretty much everyone got that one right. All because of the old gods of Asgard. They are and a, that musical number in the middle of the game. They are a big part of it, but not the only part of it. Um, that is, however, oh, a, me, good, I know. A, a good seg- segue into our next thing. Before we, b- before I get there, I need to ask you what your top game of last year was. Out of the ones that you've played or tried, you don't doesn't you don't have to have even finished it. You know, it's just if it really drawed you in, drew drew I... you in. You're talking games that came out this year. Yes, yeah, I know that. Uh, some of them you may have dabbled in, but uh, but others you actually played. Okay. Um, let's see. Because I want to say... Hold on, let me... Um, you, you told me the me other day you, you started, um, what was it, Sea of Stars, I think. Or you downloaded it. I yes, I, 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 I dabbled in it. Okay. I dabbled in it, but I did also try Chia. Okay. For a little bit, I tried Chia. I like it. It was, it was, it was decent. Have from you what gotten? I, have, from what have I you, have, uh, have you gotten far enough to spirit jump into things yet, though? No, I have not. Okay. Yeah, that's that's where you. That's the part where you really where it really opens up for you. Okay. Yeah. Once you get there, it'll become Let's a lot more see. fun. I did um, try the uh, the 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 open demo for uh, the Crew Motorfest. I liked that. Yeah, you also played some of the demo for Final Fantasy sixteen. Said you. Uh, I did. You like? I did, and so I far. do eventually. I do eventually want to get uh, my own copy of Final Fantasy sixteen and play that. I'm just going to go out on a limb and guess that your game of the year was Hogwarts Legacy. Uh, um, yes, I am a huge, huge, huge Harry Potter fan, but I wouldn't necessarily say Hogwarts Legacy was my game of the year. Um, Ooh, okay. I... It, much like, um, 
what Ryan and Spencer were talking about. The length of the game shouldn't determine uh, the value or cost of the game. More so the the, the 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 fact that you enjoy it. Yes, I enjoyed playing Hogwarts Legacy, but it's a forty-hour game. Yes, while I do understand that each house has an exclusive mission to it, that's the only difference for each house. Everything else is the same, and again, it's a forty-hour game. It's a long game, and I can't well, see being... myself replaying it. Oh, yeah, replaying. I was going to say, being long isn't necessarily a bad thing, though. Like, God of War is No, it, was, it wasn't a bad know. thing. It wasn't a bad thing. I just can't see myself going back and replaying it and enjoying it yeah. the same way I did the first time I played through it. Yeah, that's it's one of a, those um, one of those one of those times where I wish I could go back and and, and experience it for the first time again. Kind of a callback to one of the episodes yeah. that we did later uh, early or earlier in 2023. Yeah, um yeah, that's fair. I although to be fair, a lot of the games that have been my game of the year, I don't necessarily go back and replay them. Like I haven't gone back and replayed the first God of War. You know, but that's still that's fair. Pretty high in my memory I, um, banks. Not all of them have to be replayable as long as I enjoyed the experience. Alan Wake Two, however, I find very replayable, and obviously with New, new Game it, Plus, there's a reason. If I have, if I'm being honest, I'm probably preemptively naming Spider Man Two my game of the year. I wouldn't blame you for, for that, honestly. For 2023, I'm not even gonna lie. I'm, I'm like, I enjoy the mechanics. I love Insomniac games, and I am excited for the lineup that they have coming out for superhero games. You know what? I'll give it to you. But uh, well, as you mentioned, <laughs> one of my favorite things about Alan Wake Two was its soundtrack. Not just the old guards, uh, uh, old gods, but the fucking sound whole soundtrack in general is pretty solid um but that right. ta takes me to music which you know like always i didn't really consume a whole lot of new music this year but i know that there was some um right there was not uh -huh. any new gorillas songs this year kind of a, a new thing it's been a while since they since they've taken a break like that um so no, uh, I, for me, it's basically the old gods of Asgard. It was the big thing for me this year, uh, music. Right, wise. but I'm sure no. you listen to a lot of stuff. What was the new music for you? So I've talked about this guy on the podcast before. Then now the full album isn't coming out until um, February, but there is a new James Durbin song out with and it's the title track of the album and it's called screaming steel by durbin and oh my god it's so good that and um we this is this ties in with music because um recently 
CM Punk came back to the WWE and everybody knew it was going to happen, but it was really confirmed when uh, Living Color remastered, did a, tw a remastered 2023 version of his theme song, Cult of Personality. Okay. Yeah, that one was really cool. Uh, let's um, see. Um, didn't the Miley, Miley Cyrus song Flowers come out last year? That came out in 2022 because I was still... Did it? Wait, the no, list I'm looking I, at here says 23. I could, I could be wrong. But there was... There's a couple of songs that came out that that they didn't come out this year, but I was introduced to this year. Um, and I know I'm, I'm not. I'm sure Asher is listening, so she'll appreciate that I mentioned these. This one came out in um, 2021. It's uh, insane by. Black Griffin and Basic uh, from uh, the animated series, I think. What's, oh, shit. I forget what it's called. But there is another one uh, that she introduced me to called Happy Face by Jaguar Twin. However... There is a song that came out this year. It's a cover by Falling in Reverse. It is a cover of Papa Roach's Last Resort. And this is a reimagined version of the song. Okay. We also got the... Uh, the song Skull and Bones by Home Free that was, uh, they did a live performance. I think they did that at, was it Summer Game Fest or Gamescom? Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm looking at my, I'm looking at my recent downloads in my Apple Music and I'm like, hmm, let's see what I can, let's see what I can find. Uh, tenacious, um, tenacious D did like a uh, like a um, like a little like short song titled "Video Games." Okay, so I think we should probably give a shout out to Jack Black's performance of Peaches from the Mario movie. Then, Peaches, 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 Peaches. Yes, and I also want to give a yes. shout out to the Ryan Gosling song, I'm Just Ken, from the Barbie movie, and the mm -hmm. the Pete Davidson version from SNL as well. Okay. Yeah, I like All that. Right. Uh, that was in yeah. the episode I showed you when you were over here. They're like, I'm just mm -hmm. Pete. Ah, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> yeah, it was great. Um, Hell yeah. Special shout out to one of the uh, the YouTube artists that I listen to, the Stupendium, who does songs about video games and stuff. He actually mm -hmm. did something new uh, last year. Um, he did a song, he got a bunch of different artists together, and they did a song called The Muppet Cypher, where they each did, like, one line Ooh. as a different Muppet, and they, like, from the from the Jim Henson Muppets, <coughs> you know, Kermit and all them. Nice. And 
there were some pretty like you know spot on impressions and and some pretty good well written lyrics and stuff and that like it was really fun. Okay. Um, I give it a a huge uh, shout out, but. Yeah, I'm not sure if I really consumed a whole lot of new music last year. I know I found a couple of songs that I was bumping. Um, wait a minute. I think... Oh, wait. I think the Gorilla song Silent Running did come out in 2023. Yeah. Yeah, because I remember last year I went... Or when we did our year in review 2022 episode, I wanted to say that was my favorite song, but then I realized it came out in 2023 so i couldn't so i had to give it to a different song instead and i think i gave it to um uh shit i can't remember what i gave it to now actually so silent running yeah it came out earlier in 2023 like really early because i was okay i was still working at the school when it came out um gotcha i I remember listening to it a lot working there so my top song for 2023 would be a strong competition between Silent Running by the Gorillas and Herald of Darkness by the Old Gods of Asgard. Uh, no surprise there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, boy, they both are songs that I listen to on repeat a lot. So, it's kind oh my of God, a, dude. It's, I, I'll have to say, I'll have to agree with you on that. Uh, the Herald of Darkness, though. I'll have to agree with you on that. You're saying that's your top song of the year? I I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that it's my top, but I would have to say that it's really good. Okay. What's your top top song of the year? Ooh. ooh. Top, Um, Top new song. Top new song. I'm gonna be biased a little bit. Yes, I've only listened to it a couple times, but Screaming Steel by Durbin. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, yes, it came, yes, it came out this year, but the full album isn't dropping until February 16th. I I spend most of my time listening to like that 24/7 live stream on Game Chops where they do the lo-fi remixes of video game music. So, there you that's, go. I mean, when I did my Spotify rap, that's what I listened to the most on there, apparently. Oh, you know what, though? Um, your favorite Martian, mm. who made a comeback in 2022, continued to put out more new songs throughout 2023 and are, and are continuing to do so to this day. Like, they're, 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 nice. they're, their comeback has lasted over a year at this point, and they are continuing to keep going. So they're doing all right. That's good to know. That's awesome. I'm glad Ray William Johnson finally was able to get the uh, the rights back to his uh, his project that he had all those years ago. Yes, I agree, and I'm actually looking at my um, uh, Spotify right now to see what some of the new stuff was I added this year. Mostly uh, mm-hmm. your favorite Martian and Old Gods. It looks like. Uh, yeah, okay. and, and some gorillas, and some gorillas, um, in there. Okay. So, yeah, that was, shit, that was basically most of it. There were a couple, not many, but a couple new songs from Epic Rap Battles of History, uh, no. last year. They, uh... I want to say, the most, um, the most recent one they did was 
uh, Henry Ford versus Karl Marx, which is, uh, mm-hmm. um, which is a really like one that people have been asking for for a long, long time. So it's about mm-hmm. time they got around to that. But my favorite, oh yeah, no, that's actually the only one they did this year because. The last one that they did before that was Laura Croft versus Indiana Jones, and that was last December. So they only got one. I will this say year. there was a there's a there's an, a solo artist that had branched off from his uh, country duo. Uh, he's one half of Florida Georgia Line, uh, and I would have never thought to look for him until Sarah went to the Iowa State Fair to see this guy and I'm like why does this dude sound like Florida Georgia Line then I look at the two members of Florida Georgia Line I'm like oh that's Tyler Hubbard but she she went to the Iowa State Fair this year and got to see Tyler Hubbard live and there was a couple songs that that really stood out uh, that I really enjoyed. Uh, Me For Me uh, by Tyler Hubbard was really good. I'm the only one. She Can and By The Way are the, are the ones that really stood out to me. Um, yeah, that was, that was fun. All right. Well, okay, so before we wrap up this topic, now let's talk about anything that is not a, you know, movie, show, uh, song, or video game. Uh, so podcasts, stand-up comedy, uh, any other YouTube channels, um, stuff like that. Yeah. I did listen. That came out this year. I did uh I did start listening to uh a few different uh podcasts this year. Um I started listening to Fortress of Nerditude uh earlier in the year. Uh I think I started with the movies based on toys episode. Okay. Good starting point. Yeah. Uh, I started listening to, while this one didn't start in 2023, these guys do have a podcast that did start this year. So I'm going to bre- I'm gonna mention that along with the other two that I started listening to by these guys. James Petricallo and Jimmy Wisman uh, of Small Town Murder, Crime and Sports, and their new podcast. It's still new. It's still going. Uh, it's called Your Stupid Opinions, and it is fucking hilarious. Nice. Good title. It is, it is, it is fantastic. And I will have to say, this last episode that they did, they, I don't know when they record, but this episode dropped on Christmas Day. So naturally they, they had to, uh, they, they, um, they put in some like Christmas related. They did. They, they did reviews of the original 1990 Home Alone movie, and Sarah brought it to my attention. Like 
after she listened to our Christmas special episode, she listened to uh, this episode of Your Stupid Opinions. And hearing how we talked about Die Hard and then turning around and hearing James Petricallo go on a, a, a mini rant about how Die Hard is a Christmas movie because he's literally going to see <laughs> his daughter on Christmas. And it's a Christmas party in the building. And I'm like, but it doesn't follow the traditional Christmas movie formula. <laughs> yeah, in a lot of ways it could. I imagine I irritated a lot but of it's... people by saying that that's not a Christmas movie, but Gremlins is. <laughs> and I right. <laughs> Dude, no, it's your stupid opinions is it's they started doing this thing because they they, they started like the funniest reviews that they have done are for all all, like the, the personal items. And one of the personal items that had me absolutely had I not been at work, I would have been rolling on the floor laughing my ass off. Because I'm not gonna do that okay. on the on the on the floor of a of a, a dirty trailer at work. No, I'm not gonna. No, I already get dirty enough at work as okay. it is because of the dust that comes off the boxes. But the one personal item that they talked about and they did they did review they they read reviews on was the oh it was a butt plug from uh, Adam and Eve, but this butt plug also had a foxtail attached to it and the oh, reviews okay. on this thing were fucking hilarious oh my goodness <laughs> so, so i i started listening to markiplier's distractible and dead meat podcast and the dead meat podcast last year but neither mm -hmm. of those are new they've been going for a while but that's when i started them um, gotcha okay but but there was a companion podcast to The Last of Us show as it was airing every time uh, a new episode came out. A after it aired, they would have um, an a new episode of the podcast talking about it with the people involved in the show. That's amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. It was kind of like, you know, like how episodes of The Walking Dead after them, they would have Chris Hardwick's The Talking Dead, and it would be like a mm -hmm. talk show with the cast of the yep. show and stuff. It's kind of like that, but in podcast form. They did something similar with that, with uh, at the, after each episode of, um, because uh, this was another show that had a third season this year that Sarah and I watched uh, together, uh, Only Murders in the Building. Oh, there's a companion podcast for that? I believe so. I, I, I could be wrong, uh, but I know that there was an like a, like a behind-the-scenes like short episode, almost like The Talking Dead, uh, after each episode. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, let's see. I think you mentioned uh, stand-up earlier, and yes. there was one, one major stand-up that I watched this year... Uh, uh, John Mulaney, Baby J, that I really liked. Okay. But I also... Oh, and the Chris Rock one. There was a new Chris Rock one that came out yes, like, there way was. early in the year that I watched. Th there was a few new stand-ups that I watched this year. I watched the the new Carlos Mencia. 
I watched the new Kevin Hart after watching Renfield. Renfield, I forgot about that. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that was another good one. And then uh, there was, and Matt Reif uh, made, he's been making his rounds on TikTok, uh, but he finally got his first Netflix special. And what he was best at in his, like, when he goes on tour is crowd work. He does amazing crowd work. Now in his Netflix special, he doesn't do any of that. Which was disappointing, actually, because that's the whole reason anybody really like, yeah, he's a pretty boy, but the whole reason anybody goes out to see Matt Rife is because of his amazing crowd work. Okay. Yeah. If you get a chance, look him up. He's got some free specials on YouTube. And his crowd work is fucking hilarious. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. So any other type of, like, any YouTubers or TikTokers <laughs> that, like, kind of blew up this uh, this <gasps> year or anything like that? I've got one, a comedian named Stanzi. Nope. Who she's pretty fucking funny, honestly. I, I her jokes yeah. are right up my alley of social commentary, like one hundred percent. Okay, no, but there was a major life event that happened for me this year. Okay, I met I met Sarah. Well, yeah, yeah, there is that. That's true. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I had a uh, major, major life to... events kind of go in the opposite direction <laughs> of, like, yeah, yeah moving apartments I've had such. a lot happen this year, but we're not going to get into all that. <laughs> right. Right. Um, it's a little bit too personal for the pod. I will say, um, I, I can't do an episode like this without giving a brief... Um, Without giving a brief, uh, brief in memoriam to the great celebrities that we lost over the year of twenty twenty. Yes, uh, Bray Wyatt. Uh, let's see who else. Matthew Perry. Andre. Uh, Bra- yeah, Andre. Andre, Andre Brower. Yeah. Uh, who else? Uh, did Ryan we lose O'Neal. This year? Ryan O'Neal. Okay. Shit. Yes. Um. Didn't uh, Frank uh, no, that, that, uh, that, that was Frank Howard? Yep. Um. Oh. 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 Smash Mouth. Y- yeah. Yeah. Um. Steve Harwell. Steve Harwell. Yep. Uh, Bob Barker. Yep. Uh, Bob Barker. Michael Gambon. Hmm. From the Harry Potter stuff, one of the Dumbledores. Yep, yep. Uh, Tony Bennett. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tony Bennett, Sinead uh, O'Connor. Sinead O'Connor. Yeah. Yep. Uh, uh, who else? Tina Turner. Mm-hmm. Now, J- Jerry Springer. I know he's not a so. 
No, he's not a celebrity, but I'd have to. I'd be amiss if we didn't mention my pal Chewy. He was a he was a loyal listener of the podcast. Absolutely, um, prolific of voice actor Lance Reddick. Uh, mm-hmm. We lost him. Kevin Tom Conroy. Sizemore. Yes, Kevin Conroy. Batman. Uh, Tom Sizemore. Terry Holland. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um uh David Crosby. Mm-hmm. There was uh there was quite Shit. a few. We lost a lot of we lost a lot of people this year. Yeah. It uh it's pretty unfortunate, but um uh, there was a another lot of, wrestler a lot of great ones that, still with us. There was another wrestler that uh died alongside uh in the same week as Bray Wyatt uh Terry Funk he was uh he was he was he was a he was an older wrestler but uh he uh he was known more in the uh the 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 like the um the early times of WWE okay but they they WWE did a whole tribute episode on the fly when everything happened when when Bray Wyatt passed when Terry Funk passed they had it in, they scrapped an entire episode of Friday Night Smackdown um uh with storyline uh in in with storyline in play that they just completely scrapped and threw together a two and a, a, like a two hour tribute show on the fly and i could not have been more happy with the way they paid tribute to bray wyatt i didn't know terry i didn't i I didn't know terry funk all that well i didn't i never saw any of his matches to my knowledge but bray wyatt that was a rough one that was that was a very rough one for me you know, now that I think about it, another reason I think that you should, you know, start, like, watching the Dead Meat Kill Counts more regularly is uh, uh-huh. James is a huge wrestling fan, and there's some a, ton, oh. a lot of re- wrestling references in some of his videos. Bet. Yeah. Okay. In fact, it's a WWE Championship belt replica that he gives whenever there's a new Kill Count champion, like a movie that gets the highest number of kills. Or whatever. Okay, that's it, awesome. He gives that's pretty cool. That kind of thing. Yeah. So that's pretty um, cool. Right now, the number is like extremely high, so I don't know if anything is going to outdo it. But uh, he was okay. mad because for the longest time, um, what one of the other people on his team, Zorin, that sometimes hosts some of the weird B movie kill counts and stuff, and takes over uh-huh. for J- for James when he's got personal stuff going on. He did a movie uh-huh. called Dubro du Party Massacre 3 that had like 40 some thousand kills in it and uh Jesus Christ. He was mad cuz it was the new Kill Count Championship for a while, but when the writers strike and actors strike happened and they had to start doing kill counts for weird shit because they couldn't do kill counts for for movies <laughs> that were struck. So they did like video games like Mortal Kombat and Danganronpa instead, and they did like uh-huh. Hug Me I'm Sc- Hug Me I'm Scared and uh, Too Many Cooks okay. and shit like that instead. Um, Too many cooks. Yeah, yeah, that was great. Um, so 
they did um what was it oh a fan film based off the team fortress game team fortress 2 on steam okay um, that had like i don't like a hundred thousand kills in it or something at one point and he's like now this is the new kill count champion and everyone feels like he did that just so that he could have a new kill count champion <laughs> you know mm-hmm. did that that thing so i think that's kind of funny but the the right yeah, strike gave, cool. gave gave him an excuse to reclaim his belt, you know. Um, yep. Mm-hmm. For that, so um, the last thing I want to do here is I want to look forward into the future and talk about the things that yeah. we are most most anticipated for twenty twenty four. Anything that we know for sure has a release date can be movies, video games, TV shows, whatever. Anything you know is coming out this year for sure. I'd have um, to say my most anticipated movie for this year, hands down, has to be uh, Deadpool 3. Let's get that oh, out yeah, of the e- way. Easily. Easily. We're probably going to have to like schedule a viewing for that. Yeah, no, absolutely then, we will. And then um, immediately do a review, a viewing and reviewing. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then uh, the sh- there's a show coming out on January 11th that I'm really looking forward to. <sighs> Ted. Yes, I'm looking oh. forward to the Ted oh, show on Peacock. That comes out January 11th. Here in a couple of days. Here in a few. Here in a few days. Yeah, the the Seth MacFarlane joint based on the. Yes, movies. I am so excited for this. I think this is about when John was a kid. If I yeah, it was when I he was when he it. was like in 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 high school. I think maybe middle school because they had a poster so like a, with Ted Ted sitting in a locker uh, and uh, John standing next to Ted poking out of the locker. Okay, so this is like, like a, they were standing in a like young, in a like a in young a, in a, Sheldon. In a, yeah, almost. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, but with Seth MacFarlane. That'll be fun. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, okay. I'm here for it. I'm definitely looking forward to Final Fantasy VII Rebirth in February. That's probably my most anticipated game of next year so far, um, of 2024. I know you're looking Uh, forward to Prince Prince of Persia game. Prince of Persia, yep. Um, Oh... I can't say that there's too many things that I'm like too many video games that I'm super excited for this year. I know there's one coming out next year that I'm excited for, but we'll we'll talk about that at a later time once we know more about it. Yeah. Um let's <sighs> see. I know GTA 6. Dragon's Dogma 2 comes out in March, but I don't know much past that in terms of release dates for next year. Um, I do know this that some of the new Fable are, game are coming planned. out this year? I don't think so. M- maybe. I just know some games don't have a release day, but they do have a tentative window for 2024. Mm-hmm. And those, right. those are games like um, Star Wars Outlaws, the Ubisoft yep. one. Uh, okay, I'd have Hellblade, to say that's my most Hellblade anticipated 2. game for this year. Okay, is Star Star Wars okay. Outlaws. 
Because it's um, by Ubisoft, and it has almost this. It has, it, I'm guessing it'll have the same like. Um, it maybe have some of the same uh, stealth mechanics as um, Assassin's Creed, based on the gameplay trailer that we saw. I could be wrong. Um, I'm just, just in a sci-fi, like a, just, uh, a just, quick rundown just here. A, just in a sci-fi setting. Uh, it looks like Tekken 8 comes out in January. Uh, Suicide Squad game comes out in February. Um, uh, along with the uh, Banisher's Ghost of New Eden, which I'm looking forward to as okay. well. And, and Final Fantasy. But Final Fantasy 7 comes out on February 29th, so that's basically March at that yeah, point. basically. Um, the Alone in the Dark remake comes out in March, along with Dragon's Dogma 2 and the Princess Peach game for the Switch. Yes. Um, let's see. Uh, Black Myth Wukong comes out in August, and uh, let's see. A lot of that's pretty much everything with a announced release date, and then there's a whole bunch of games that are supposed to come out next year, but don't have an actual release date yet. So, mm-hmm. um, but for the ones that do, and yeah, Deadpool three is my most anticipated movie. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know about TV show yet. I don't know what is all um, coming out in. Uh, I can probably oh, the second, say the second half of Invincible for sure. Looking forward to that. I can probably say there's a couple of shows that uh, that are going to have 2024 release dates that I. Now, I don't know if they'll. I don't know the exact release dates, but I know they'll have 2024 premieres for the new seasons. Uh, the Boys, I think, is coming out with season four this this year. And I'm hoping so. Me too, because I love that show. I just need to watch uh, uh, Gen V before that comes out. There is um, a, a, an animated an animated series that got its start on YouTube called Has Been Hotel is getting a full-fleshed animated series on Amazon Prime. Really? It's, okay. Yeah. It's about uh, a girl who works for a hotel in hell who is actually trying to save the souls of the people there, get them to be good so that they can leave in I, complete def- complete defiance to her father, who is Satan. <laughs> I could you – know. is is there a character named Alistair in that show? Yes. That's the, so. that's the show that song Insane came from, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, that I mentioned okay. earlier. Yeah, that's yeah, it's that's got the kind show. of like that's... a like a the Beetlejuice animated series kind of yes. vibe to it with the animation. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. um but there's mixed, another mixed with maybe a little Billy and Mandy. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That gives off major Billy and Mandy. Uh, Bill... Wow, Billy and Mandy vibes. Um, but there's another show I think is got renewed for a fourth and final season. Uh, I could be wrong on the fourth and final, but I know it got renewed for a fourth season. Uh, only murders in the building, and I'm excited. I'm okay, excited yep, for this yep. next season. On April 12th, it looks like the live-action adaptation of the video game series Fallout will be hitting Amazon Prime Video, and that's got okay. the girl who plays Jackie, Jackie, and Yellow Jackets in it. Okay. Um, 
And it's also got Walton Goggins from um, Tarantino fame. Tarantino yes. movies. Uh, looking forward to to that. Let's see. There's a Charlotte's Web adaptation coming to Max next December. It looks really. Like. And there, there is yeah. There's a, another Walking Dead show called the one who the ones who live. Um, I know we'll probably we probably see. won't see a premiere for it this this year, but I'm look I'm hoping we find out more about the at least find out more about the Harry Potter series than that's going to be on Max this year if we don't see a premiere. Oh. Okay. Oh shit! The Spiderwick Chronicles. I uh, read those books as a kid. Oh yeah, no, I, coming I, I, to. Coming to the Roku channel. Interesting. Oh, really? Well, it's a good thing I have a Roku TV. Yeah, yeah and it looks like we've got a bunch of... S- we got a bunch of stuff here without a release date. Oh, we're supposed to get a new Daredevil... We were supposed to get the next Daredevil series um, on Disney Plus this year. I don't know if we still will now or not, but we are getting Echo. Echo was supposed to be coming in like January or February, and mm-hmm. that is based off a character that was introduced in Hawkeye. Okay. Um, speaking of which, I forgot to mention that season two of What If is on Disney Plus now. I noticed like that. One, epi- one episode a day. Now... I'm gonna um, back. I'm gonna backtrack a little bit back into 2023. Um, Moana the series coming in 2024. There was something that I decided that I wanted to try and give it a shot because I've I've never really shown interest in it before. But Sarah and I, uh, we watched the Doctor Who special one that they have on. Uh, Disney Plus and I actually it was a really good introduction to the Doctor Who world um it was something that was done something completely new from anything that they've done before uh because it was made those the the four specials were made specifically for Disney Plus and all four of them came out in 2023 but I was into it. I liked it. Okay. It's 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 fucking alley. Okay. Well, besides those other things I mentioned, I'm also just looking forward to whatever surprises that come our way mm-hmm. this uh, this coming year in terms of like you know the stuff that gets announced at Comic Con, yeah. Summer Game Fest, and you know now that the strikes are over, all the stuff we get to see. Mm-hmm. Also, um, you know. Uh, real quick, just because I forgot to mention them, uh, Strays came out last year. We watched that. Yes, we, we did. It. Um, and um, you know, in video games, Super Mario Brothers Wonder and the Super Mario RPG remake, mm-hmm. both pretty solid. Yes. Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom. I haven't played it yet, but I hear good things. Um, I think Sarah so said she has a just digital such copy. Such a good year for games. I think Sarah said she has a digital copy of Breath of the Wild. So when I get my Switch. I'm gonna I'm gonna get my hands on Breath of the Wild and see if I can get that uh, play that. Try for and... you. I recommend I recommend playing that game with a guide. I don't recommend for you personally. I don't recommend trying to figure that one out on your own. I recommend just like pulling up like a like if you had like a, a actual physical strategy guide in front of you, like the old paper book ones. Ooh. Just pulling up one of those online and okay. going along with it. 
probably go and see if yeah. I can find a guide for it on IGN. Or something, yeah, you probably can. Yeah. But, okay, well, with all of that uh, looking forward to the upcoming year mm -hmm. and recapping the last year, I think I'll call that a good stopping point for this one. Yeah. So... Let me know, uh, folks, if you're watching this on YouTube, remember to click that like button, but also let me know in the comments down below your uh, your favorite content from 2023, you know, your favorite movies, games, shows, music, whatever it was, the stuff that came out that you love the most, or you can email me at m-r-o-v-e-r-s-o-u-l-5-3 at gmail.com. Also, I'm on Twitter at oversoul 53 and yada yada so on and so forth and you ah uh, you can find me on the website formerly known as twitter at the vaping fiend you can find me on uh tiktok at the.vaping.fiend and if you want to follow me or add me on uh twitch or playstation network uh you can find me at the vaping fiend yeah, Adam, he needs more people to Fortnite with. Yes, I do. Yes, yes, I absolutely get that, do. Get that practice. Get that practice in. Get that practice. Yes. I think I need I need to check that later and I need to check that later and see what the what my gifts are uh, right now waiting on me before that ends. Yeah. But I should probably do the same. Oh. Speaking of things ending, that's the end of this episode. Thanks for mm -hmm. listening everyone. Happy New Year, happy birthday to my co-host, and a, a hopefully... Yes, a, thank you, and happy New Year, everybody. And hopefully a happy 2024 to all of you. I know 2023 was a rough one for some of us, but hopefully the next year will be better. Uh, yeah. So... I'm really hoping so. With all that in mind, thanks for listening, stay safe out there, and goodbye. Bye!